Okay, I had to, I had to make a part three because I get anxiety when things get too long because I'm like, oh, people won't watch them or listen to them, even though I know they won't anyways. But I just get anxiety like that. So of course I had to make three parts to this. But um, we're back on Reddit, and this is gonna be the final part. I swear, I swear. Okay. Um, Lava Wood underscore said. How do you explain your practice if another Christian finds out and tries to debate you about it? Or do you just deny it? Wondering if this will ever come up in the future for me. As a Christian, other Christians, like my friend, Christian friends know about it. And they don't debate me about it. Like, but I feel like they, maybe someone will debate you about it and be like, it's wrong. It's not good. You're crazy. I feel like a Christian will come up to you, or anybody of any religion will come up to you and tell you that. Stand firm. Hold your ground. Or if you're scared or, like, you don't like debating. Like, I don't like to get into big fights with people. I just be like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not a witch. Just don't be like, witches are so stupid. Yeah, I don't even know why I'd be one. Be, like, firm in your decision. Just be like, yeah, I'm not a witch. Don't be like, oh, they're awful. You know, like... Stand or hold your ground, because that's, that shows courage. But it will probably maybe come up in the future for you as a Christian witch. It probably will. I'm going to be honest with you. All right. Next question. This is from criminal scum, criminal underscore scum. Question for fellow Christian witches. I'm a baby witch. Haha. <laughs> in the Bible, God says not to worship other gods and goddesses. But it is communicating with other deities considered worshiping them? I've just been wondering. Um, I don't think it's considered worshiping them. If you're just trying to communicate, um, if you don't believe that's right, you don't have to do it. Do whatever you believe is right. Because you don't want to be, oh, I'm a Christian. I have to do exactly everything that a Christian would do. Like, or like I'm a witch. I have to do every single thing that a witch has to do. You don't have to follow every single thing, you know, and you don't have to believe everything, you know. God says, he says not to worship other gods and goddesses, but what if he's not the real God, you know, like, what do you feel? Do you think it's okay? Do you think it's bad? Do you think that communicating is worshiping them? Like, what do you believe? Like, what's your feeling? Like, what are you, what do you feel deep down? Because that should be your answer. Always listen to your gut. Unless you feel like that it's wrong. Unless your gut is telling you that your gut is wrong. If that makes sense. Ooh, I don't think that does. But anyways. <laughs> okay. This is from Pig. Of course. Boohoo. I don't know how to say that. Okay. My girlfriend has really vivid and intense deja vu. Specifically when she she's texting with me. Texting me or calling with me or she's with me. Very frequently. And she doesn't get anything else. Does anybody have any ideas what that could mean? Maybe, I feel like maybe you guys knew each other in a past life. I'm getting like past life vibes, because why would she get deja vu? Maybe she just dreams about you, or she just like envisions you. Or maybe there's a past life. I'm feeling very strong about that past life that you guys are maybe together. Or she's experiencing things maybe you did together in a past life. Maybe. I'm not that sure. Alright, next question. That was a really good one. Okay, this is from the Pterodactyl. 
new green witch question. I want you to do something nice for my plant. I'm not new to witchcraft, but I'm pretty new to keeping plants alive. <laughs> Same. My fig tree, Victor, has been through a lot during my learning process and stuck with me. And this year he made fruit for the first time, and I'm so proud. I want to do something so to show how much I appreciate it. But I don't want to change up his care all of a sudden or something. Has anyone done something like their plants? I'd love ideas. Um, when I kind of do something nice for my plants, because when I get flowers, it usually comes with plant food or flower food. Maybe you could, like, look into, like, what plants like. Maybe you could, like, give them, like, a lot of sunlight. Like, leave them in the sun for a very long time. Give them some nice water. Or maybe, like, feed them... Because I, I might be crazy, but don't trees like nectar? Or like, is there like maybe some things that they like? Maybe, I feel like nectar or like sugar water, but I think that's hummingbirds. But I feel like there's something that plants liked to drink or something that wasn't water. So maybe look up what plants like and like specific things maybe for your plant. Because I mean, every plant is completely different. So yeah, you should look into that more. But that's so cute. His name is Victor. My name is Vivian. What a coincidence. Oh my gosh, you could give him moon water. That's like total, totally moon water. I saw someone say that in the comment and I could not agree more. Moon water, moon water, moon water. And I'm sounding annoying right now, but oh my gosh, feed them moon water. They'll love it. Okay, next one. Questions for green sandwiches. Hi, I need to turn into I need to turn into an apocalyptic hedge wizard and not leave the house for the next few years. My wife is more of a statistics puzzle bitch. We have our little garden started to help grow food. Are there any green sandwiches that recommend some spiky rose? Like bushes or other plants we could use to make our house look more, you know, witchy. I'm trying to stick with native plants native to East Coast USA. There's so many options we don't know where to start. Spikes and thorns are awesome. Gonna attract wild, gotta attract wildlife. We are killing our entire lawn and reforesting white flowers. Everything not near the garden. Born rich people hedges are right out. Fuck the patriarch patriarchy. No HOA, so we are free to be as weird as we want. Okay. I think you should do like grow vines on the side of your house. Like put up those little like square things on the side of your house and grow vines just dangling down or like all over dangle like real vines not the fake vines people use in the room but like actual vines all over that'd be really cool sorry for that small distraction i got busy but yes do like roses or like that's really cool or just like any roses that are native will like work fine I don't recommend planting blackberry bushes or like raspberry bushes. Those will like completely overgrow and take over your yard. So do like a strawberries. Those would be super cute in your front yard because before they sprout into strawberries, they're flowers, which is like really cute. The flowers are adorable. Plant like, I don't know, like tulips. Not tulips. That's like too springtime and not enough witch. So I would do like, I don't know. Just find something that you like and like customize it to your own extent okay back with another question from standard dash or slash or whatever state 
Question for Season Witches. If you really want a spell to work and be its strongest, what would you say would be the best place, time, or day? And what are some necessities to enhance it? Um, I've been practicing the craft for some time. Definitely wouldn't call myself new, however. I've been work- I've worked up a spell for myself and that I already feel strong and want to give it more power. Any suggestions for my question of above? Whoa, okay, let me take a breath. Okay, so what do you feel connected to? Like, what's your most energetic time of the day? For me, it's around like four or three. So do it best for when you feel the most energized and confident and good. Like, I feel good at like three in the afternoon or like four or two. Okay, maybe not two, but three or four. I would do it then. And what time of day? Do it when you feel are happy. Like, maybe like a Friday. Like, oh, yeah, it's the weekend. Come on, you really got to do this. Or maybe the start of the week. Because then it could work all week. Or, like, really power it for all week, you know? Like, at the start, it's like a fresh start of the week. So a fresh start for a spell, you know? Just, or maybe something to enhance it. If it was a spell about purity or like happiness and stuff not purity like happiness and like prosperity i would do like yellow have like yellow candles going all day not maybe all day but like going while you do the spell or if it was like cleanliness to cleanse i would definitely do it at the start of the week and then do it like on a Sunday, because for me, Sunday is like the pure day. I'm not sure what day that is for you, but do it on your pure day. And um, use some white quartz, just clear the air, you know? Do whatever like is like works for that. Like if I was hungry, I would eat a sandwich. Or like if I was, if I was hungry for pickles, and I love sandwiches, you know, put the pickles in my sandwich. You see what I'm saying? Maybe not. Maybe. I don't know. I'm difficult to understand sometimes. Alright. Next question. Or just statement. I don't know. Um, I don't know how to pronounce their username, so I ain't gonna try. A question for the Green Witches. How do you encourage your feline familiars to not use your garden beds as a litter box? Okay, I don't have any feline familiars. So. Or like that use my garden by the litter box so i'm gonna skip on this one questions for all the psychic witches out there from flower underscore of underscore poison what is any easy and quick way you tell the future i have a bowl of pieces of paper telling me how my day will go so far it's worked well that's cool i'm definitely gonna try that that's nice that's really cool and interesting um I like to do, there's several online tarot sites, like daily tarot readings at astrology.com, daily tarot reading. There is evatarot.net. There is tarot-slash-slash, I don't know what it's called, explain.com. And they do like a bunch of tarot readings and it's really cool. I like to, like, tell the future and, like, where I watch tarot readings on YouTube. That's just how I read my stuff. Okay, this is from Cheshire96, which is a Reddit, a question for you. Okay, so when I am, and I'm not a witch or nothing, 
I'm cool with going with the flow. Got nothing against anyone. Anyways, to the question at hand, I saw a post on Facebook about the eclipse this weekend on the solstice. And the eclipse is supposed to be over the Holy Land, which makes the end-timers panic because biblical apocalypse, yada yada. I was wondering if this special solstice eclipse had any significance in the past, or if there's a legend or prophecy in y'all realm. Any info is accepted. I'm not really, like, looking into that thing, so I can't specifically help you with that question. Okay. Next question is from Cheshire96. Oh, wait. Never mind, never mind, never mind. I already answered that one. This one is from Tiger Tiger. Question for my fellow witches. When going to the graveyard today, I figured I'd take a look around the other graves. Then the one I was visiting, when all of a sudden, it felt like I had energy just circling me. I feel very dizzy and had to sit down. When I got home, I was absolutely exhausted. I've channeled energy many times before, but I always wonder why graveyards drain me so much. Has anyone experienced the same thing? Maybe it was like one of your ancestors or someone maybe you knew in a past life. Or maybe someone you've known but didn't know. Maybe they are, or maybe the ghosts or the spirits of the people want your energy. They like your energy. They want some of your energy. Or maybe they're trying to take your energy from you or just drain you. They, they're still your energy. Who knows? I feel very much like maybe they're an- your ancestors. Or maybe you have an attraction to graveyards. Maybe you have a special talent for graveyards. Okay, cosmic underscore derptato says, answer some questions for a baby witch. So obviously I'm quite new to this and have a lot to learn, but I have some questions that I'd really appreciate if anyone could answer them. A mentor would be great too, but I have no idea how to find one in my area. Here's my question. Is it possible for a familiar to come to you? I keep seeing the same animal or at least it looks identical everywhere i go lately i don't know if i'm crazy or if it means something maybe it's not even a familiar maybe it's your spirit guide your animal spirit guide and maybe every time you see it you're going in the right direction or maybe they're here to protect you wherever you go they're following you for a reason maybe it's your familiar maybe it is your spirit guide maybe it is a spirit or some or the universe sending you signs. Cats. I oh, I don't know. I felt cats. But whatever animal you're seeing, see what it symbolizes. Maybe you can relate to it or something. Okay. Alright, next question. This is from underscore oh. I keep seeing this question. Okay, this is from Riftex. Is witch hazel good for skin or face? I remember buying this bottle of tea and Dixon's witch hazel because I thought it might help clean my face. For some reason, I never opened it and put it in the closet. Now that I found out about this place, I'm wondering what use this might have in my routine. And is it recommended product for the face? Holy crap, yes. Witch hazel is good. Put it on your face. You can put, like, not coconut oil. But you can look up things to put in a toner with it. You could put rose water. Or you could use it as a toner. You can use it as the base for your toner. You could use it just to 
clean your face in the morning too. Just like you could wash your face in the morning with some water and then pat it down with some more hazel, you know? Like it is good for your skin. Totally. Totally. Use it. A question from Rita Sun Sons. I am I a question. I'm not a witch. Sorry for stopping by. I'm a non-witch. Sorry for stopping by. Hi, I'm actually not a witch, and I just wanted to ask a question because it has been bothering me for years. I'm not a fan of fairy tales, but I've always been drawn to fairies and spirits. Sprites? Or spirits. There was even this one time in the past, 10, 12 years ago, I made fairy circles because I got so obsessed and felt like I have to do it. I don't know about witch... I didn't know about witchcraft then. I also found out this year that witchcraft exists and is a form of paganism. I recently found out that pixies and sprites can call to a person. So the question is, I'm still so drawn to fairies and like, and sometimes I have to draw them or else they won't leave my thoughts. Are the pixies sprites calling out to me? I'm not a witch, but I have been reading, watching witch things in the, on the internet lately. Thus, the reason I conclude that fairies can call a person. Please don't hate me. I really just want to know. Okay, fairies and sprites, they can call to you. They totally can. I definitely feel like you've been called. Maybe for a specific reason. I don't know. Maybe because they want to tell you something. I don't know. Be careful though, because if maybe, maybe they're not leaving your mind for a reason. Maybe they're trying to tell you something. They won't leave you alone. You need to find this out. They keep trying to call to you. Keep calling them. See what they need. Be careful. Maybe you're bothering them. Or maybe, like, you don't want to call them them too much. They might get annoyed because they're not ones to be messed with. But be careful because... Well, I definitely feel like you've been called. Totally answer the call. And you really need to find out what they're trying to tell you. Because that could be anything. You just really need to, really need to listen to your gut. Just really, you know, this is really cool that they've called to you. But find out what they want. Alright, I have two more questions. Okay. This is from the iconic Babadook. Baby witch questions. Dealing with spiritual awakening, ravens and crows, and knowing if being a witch is meant for you. I'm begging for answers and guidance. I've always had a fascination with the occult since I was little. My favorite movie when I was six years old was The Joe Black. My parents had zero censorship. I would see ghosts frequently when I got older. I became less open to ghosts, as in I couldn't see them anymore. But I was still very interested in tarot, crystals, smudge sticks, and wicca. However, I was tormented by evil spirits in my house when I was 18. I reached out for help from the church and they told me to recite a religious line. I didn't really believe, but when I said the line, they went away. I began to believe. My interest in all those things were still there, but not as strong. I then felt bad because I still believe in God and always wanted to practice witchcraft. And I feel like I was helped out by him when he rid my house of evil spirits. But my desire for witchcraft is so strong. Lately, I've been seeing so many witch videos pop up on my timeline. I went to visit my family in Michigan for two weeks and became intensely infatuated with birds and plants. I was watching the finches on the bird feeder, and all of a sudden, a wide-eyed crow landed on the feeder and looked directly at me before flying away. It didn't even eat. Something I never had much care for. I became obsessed with it. In a matter of days, I bought a book on crows and ravens, bought a multitude of plants. My spiderwort plant has been the one I feel the most connected to, and I just got a tattoo literally two days ago of a raven and a squirrel on my chest. It's gorgeous. I feel so connected to them. There's more, but I'm going to keep answering right here. You should look up what ravens and crows symbolize. Maybe they're trying to tell you something. They're definitely trying to tell you something. 
look up what a white crow, white-eyed crow means. And um, putting a tattoo on your chest is really bold. Um, look up what a spider wart plant symbolizes and feel like why you're connected to it. Maybe it's, you're connected. Okay, I was on my phone outside sitting by my plants doing the opposite of what I came out to do. I was going up outside to read my new book about crows and ravens. While I was so distracted in my phone, a crow gawked at me. It snapped me back into focus. I thought it was so peculiar that that happened. That is really weird, but really cool. Now, I'm deeply intrigued for what all this means. I believe in science. Am I experiencing this? My mind feels shut off. I cannot tell. I cannot feel or sense things like I could. It's like my mind has blocked all those things out. I was reading about third eye meditation. Will this help? Will it open my mind again? But what can I use for protection? What does it mean to be a witch? I believe in nature and the power of her. And my desire to, is to, pra to practice is so strong. I'm afraid what might happen to me if I bring it to my home. Can I believe in God while also doing pagan practices? Totally. Because it's not like you're being, like, devoting yourself to paganism. And Wiccan. Wiccanism. I don't know if that's a word. It's not like you're dedicating. Like, you're worshipping and obeying those gods, you know? You're believing maybe God wanted you to do this. Maybe he felt you had to do this. Um, that is, like, that's a really strong thing to be so drawn to something. You are so drawn to crows. That is definitely your gift. Maybe you should totally study keep studying crows and ravens. That is such a strong gift that you have that I feel the universe and God gifted to you. You were picked for this. You were picked. So it feels you are very special in this way. So, just don't worry. You can still believe in God. There's no limit to what you believe in. If you believe in God, you believe in Him. You can't just stop believing in something if you believe in it. Like, I believe in God. Oh my gosh, I have to stop believing in God. So I have to stop. No, you can't stop believing in something. I can't just stop believing in God. You just can't stop believing. You know? You can do multiple things at once. Who's telling you you can't? There's no rule book in life. If you feel, if it you feels right, you believe in God. Believe in Him. You have a strong desire and urge and gift for practicing witchcraft. So do it. You know? Okay. Pagan rituals I find so amazing and drawn to. Um, I cannot sense what I am to do. I have no gut feeling about either. Or I'm he more hesitant than anything. Don't be hesitant. Follow your heart. But you have no gut feeling about either. Okay, I can tell you're not blessed on the intuition side. Watch crows. Crows, a certain number of crows mean things. Like one crow means death, I think. Like how many crows you see at once can symbolize something. So maybe look at crows and watch or like notice crows and see how many there are and see what that means. Maybe the crows are here to help you choose or, like, help you. But the urge, the desire, it's always been there. What am I to do with it? Also, my connection with the birds and crows and ravens now. Update. Walked from a little coffee shop to my car and noticed the sister next door. I looked in the window and it was completely the raven in the center. I know it's a sign now. Okay, yeah. You have a strong connection to ravens and crows. Totally. Follow that desire. That's your passion. You know, keep reading, keep discovering. Become an expert on crows and ravens. That's cool. I want to be your friend. My gosh, my best friend is obsessed with crows and ravens.
Sorry, my sister walked into the room. Anyways, keep following your passion for crows. Keep following that desire. Keep learning about them. And keep looking for signs for what you should do. Because I feel like you should do both. Because you can do both at the same time. There's no limit to what you can believe in or what you can do. Okay, last question is from G. Shaw, 1995. A question about candle magic for my more seasoned witches. So I'm not as inexperienced as a witch, and I'm learning by day by day. My main question is, does it really matter to have all the different colored candles? Wouldn't your intent just be enough when you light a candle? A simple white one, per se. The only reason why I ask is because I live in a Bible Belt town, and there's a lot of candle colors that are not easily accessible to me. Of course I could buy them online, but I'm wary of buying items specifically for magic online bad energy and whatnot so are they really necessary or can i just work with white candles and specific intent white candle is a substitute for any candle like if you don't have a black candle or green candle use a white one and have a specific intent you're doing the right thing specific intent with a white candle is perfect substitute for any candle i tell you